Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I was approaching relationships from a perspective of I need to earn him. I need him to see my value. I need to make him see it instead of just showing up feeling valuable already. So if he sees it or not, I'm good because I know. And I think a lot of us do that. I think a lot of us try to earn our keep. We try to earn our space. Yo, party people, it's Ashley of SingleWomanChronicles.com, where I encourage single women to be their best selves through healing and avoiding certain pitfalls in dating, love, and relationships. And today's episode is brought to you by my workbook, Get Unstuck When Life Sucks, a 30-day guided self-help journal with journal prompts. Do you feel stuck? Does your life suck? Have you been in the same place in life for so long that you've given up hope on trying to move forward because you're just over it? Then this journal is perfect for you. It gives practical steps to turn your sucky life around. The goal of this journal isn't to change your life in 30 days. The goal is to give you the clarity and confidence you need to begin the journey to moving forward and forward and getting unstuck. You have everything you need right now to get unstuck. You just have to believe and begin to move. You can get this journal exclusively on Amazon.com today. All right, y'all, I turned 34 on last Monday. Today is Juneteenth when I am recording this. So I am one week into my 34 years of life. Um, yeah, I'm sorry I left y'all hanging last week. So my, <laughs> I was supposed to throw up a, um, like a, a bonus, not a bonus, a throwback episode, but completely forgot. And I ended up going to D.C. And when I realized that I hadn't put up a throwback episode for you guys, I was already in D.C. I didn't have a computer. I'm like, oh, my God, I completely forgot. So I'm sorry to you guys last week that I was not um, I did not post um, my bad. <laughs> like, Got to do better. That's why I need to hire an assistant or something like come on. But anyway, shout out to D.C. 
Um, that was my second time in DC, but my first time really staying because the first time was during COVID and I went out there for my friend's wedding. She had a small ceremony um, because they were supposed to have a big ceremony, but COVID ruined everything. And then later they had a big ceremony, but I was the maid of honor, so I had to be there. But we didn't really get to go outside. But this time I went outside, outside. And shout out to DC. They showed me a great time. Um, uh, I give the city... Uh, five stars I do recommend I give the walking in the city one star I do not recommend because let me tell you something if you've never been to DC if somebody tell you oh let's just walk it's right up the street they're lying to you up the street is like 16 blocks away I wanted to fight my close friend because she kept saying oh we'll walk it's right there it's right there sweetie it's not right there I live in Georgia I live in Atlanta of the Georgia where you need a car I'm used to driving okay the only thing I walk Two is to my car, okay? And then I drive to places. So this whole walking thing, ugh, it's disgusting. And you think just because you go to the gym that you're in shape for this walk? You are not. Because when you're in the gym, you have the mindset, the shoes, the wardrobe for the walk, the workout that you're about to ensue. But when you're in D.C. and you're walking outside, you don't know you're about to go uphill in heels. You don't know that you're about to go around the corner in some chucks that are very uncomfortable. You don't know. It is very, very awful. So, as you can see, <laughs> they really, she made, really made me mad with that. But other than that, I had a great time. They have this brunch spot, y'all. I really wish this brunch spot was in Atlanta. Because if it was, I'd be there every Sunday. But then somebody said something. They were like, if this brunch spot was in Atlanta, it wouldn't be the same vibe. And I'm like, yeah, you might be right. So let's just keep it in D.C. But basically, it's $80 per person. It's all you can eat, all you can drink. Mimosas, okay? Like, they have different flavor mimosas. Pineapple, orange, peach, passion, passion fruit, and then the food. So they bring you out a plate with everything on it. And it's like, I only needed one plate. So they had eggs, mac and cheese, salmon, um, sausage, what else? Um, jerk chicken, and I think French toast. It was just so much on that plate. It was so good. It was so high quality. Like the restaurant itself was so cute. Uh, it was just amazing. For $80 a person, what? What? That is, what? And then you can like request more food. You can request more um like food that wasn't on your plate, like collard greens or whatever you want, like y'all, it was thebomb.com. So shout out to DC. If you, oh, that restaurant name was parking 14th. Ugh, just, just everything. Okay. And shout out to Fashion Nova for, for finally getting me right with the outfits. My outfits came, most of them came from Fashion Nova. One dress, the black and white dress, if you were on my page, came from Pretty Little Things. Uh, the shoes, and the purses and my nails, because these are press-ons, came from um, Shein. So, sis got, you know, sis got right for really like a hundred and maybe a hundred and twenty dollars for, what was that, four outfits? Because I'd be finding the sales. So, yeah, shout out to them for making my birthday, you know, good and making me cute on my birthday. But, okay, you guys. So, it's almost that time. The countdown begins. I am 34. 
I have one year before I am leftovers, according to the Bitter Boy podcast community. So that means that I need to be rushing to find a man or I'm going to die alone. So I might as well get some cats. The countdown begins because I am 34 and still single, you guys. I don't believe that. I'm just, (laughs) it's just funny to me to like, even what it just, it sounds stupid even coming out of my lips. <laughs> like what? But seriously, um, I wanted to speak on this episode because we talk a lot about the negative end of like, you know, being single. And cause last year, I think I did an episode 33 and still single and just what that means. But this year I wanted to speak on the more hopeful side. Cause I'm, I'm speaking more positively in my life right now. So I wanted to talk about how I am 34 and still hoping for love because that is exactly where I am in life. So I wanted to speak on that because I know a lot of people listening may be on that verge of I'm done. I'm just going to not, I'm just going to have a whole bunch of cats or I'm done. I'm just going to be out here being a hot girl and pimp these niggas or I'm done. (laughs) I'm just going to go the other way and date women too. Cause these men, they'll drive you to that. I'm not going to lie. They'll drive you to, to go and taking those measures and just accepting anything, but I'm just not there in my life. So I wanted just to speak on where I am personally. Um, I had a very, if you see like bags under my eyes, I had a very emotional morning. Like I woke up feeling grief, like really heavy, heavy, heavy grief. And I'm like, where's this grief coming from? And I think it's coming from like over the past few months, God has been like, preparing me for a big shift in my life now normally over the last lot of years (laughs) like the last five years most of my transitions in life have been internal like you know God working on me internally to prepare me for things but this shift feels different like this shift feels like it's about to be an external change and I have to make a few hard changes but a few hard changes that I know are going to, I don't even know if they're hard. I think they're kind of minor, just a few minor adjustments in my life that are going to make hard changes in my external life. And so I have to begin those soon. And I think I'm grief. I feel the grief in my body that this thing that has been a norm for me is about to no longer be a norm. And I have to be okay with that because I think so many times we, we feel like we've done enough for God to change our lives. And he still requires a little bit more. And that little bit more feels exhausting when you've done so much already. And that's where I am. Like, so the grief is kind of like, okay, God, I hear what you're saying. I'm just so tired, but let me just grieve this moment because I know I'm about to do this final adjustment before my life shifts. And it's, it's hard sometimes. Right. And so just a little bit of where I'm at in life. Um, as far as dating and love, um, I have no prospects right now. Zero, zilch, none, zero, nada. And honestly, I feel like God wanted, wants it that way right now because he wants me to have a clean slate. I think too many times we reach back, especially when we're tired of being single or we're feeling in those moments hopeless or we want that instant gratification. We reach back to people from our past or to people who, you know, we might've ignored in our DMs or in our text messages. And we're like, let me reach back because I want this instant gratification and that's going to make me feel good. But 
honestly, it doesn't make you feel good. Um, what I've learned in this, this year specifically is the disappointments of the men or the people that we try to use to fill our cup in a moment where we may feel lonely or we may feel hurt or sad. We, we try to fill our cups with those, these temporary people. And then we bring these temporary people into our lives because we know they're temporary when we bring them into our lives. <laughs> but we try to fool ourselves into thinking, oh, it's okay. I can deal with the casual knowing deep down that you don't want anything casual. You know you want something serious. You know you want something long lasting. But you go and you get this temporary thing because it's convenient. And then you try to fill your cup with it. And your cup is not full. This Because it never they could never fill that cup. And so you get that temporary satisfaction, but then there's this deep longing that continues after that temporary satisfaction leaves. And that deep longing triggers you to realize like, dang, I still don't have what I need. There's this person here that I know isn't going to give me what I need. And they're triggering this deep longing with within me. I could have just stayed by myself. I could have just not reached out. I could have just cried it out and just kept moving. <laughs> and so... I think that's the big, that's a hard change I'm making in my life, like right now, because I feel like I've been, I'm not going to say I feel like, let's, let's just be honest. Let's be transparent. <laughs> I've been entertaining these casual situations or holding on to some, some of these casual situations or these, I wouldn't even say casual. For me, I don't entertain casual, honestly. I really entertain men that I feel like I could marry, but I've been holding on to situations with false hope, thinking that if I have this clean slate, then that leaves me with no options. So that makes me feel like I'm further away from my husband. But I feel that that is not true. If God wants to send me someone, it's going to be a clean slate. If it was going to be somebody from my past, that would have happened already. But even if it was, let God orchestrate that and let me not. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Try to orchestrate that or, or create that narrative or create this thing. Because I've been trying to force pieces together that don't fit. And hopefully I'm making sense. Because <laughs> this is just all coming off the dome right now. And me kind of like processing it in the moment but I've just been trying to force things that don't even go together and I'm just tired like I'm really I was talking to my homegirl and she was actually venting to me and she was just saying you know I'm tired of this this is stupid I because she's she's older than me and she's like I'm closer to 40 and I'm still not married I'm, I want kids really bad this is dumb I'm tired of these dudes and blah blah blah, blah. she was just like venting and then we see this must be a good episode. They outside making noise and <laughs> in the middle of my episode, y'all, this gonna slap. But anyway, um, she was just saying that she's tired. And um, we came to that conclusion that you become more triggered 
when you are entertaining people and situations and relationships that you know that you know are not for you. But because you get in this exhausted phase, this this bored phase, this this moment, and you reach out to these people that you know are not good, because she was saying she kept she was spinning a block on all these dudes from her past, and I'm like, why? <laughs> like, they don't they prove to be nothing but waste of time, just wasting your time. It's easier to just cry it out in those moments when you feel lonely and just keep it moving because that temporary satisfaction just triggers that feeling of loneliness, that feeling of emptiness because those people coming into your life remind you that they can't fill your cup either. So then you got to get over the disappointment, get over them wasting your time and you back at square one of being lonely again. <laughs> like, so I just, I feel like I've just, had so many moments of like wavering and holding on to these back pocket dudes. You know that guy who you're like, oh, if I'm not married by this time and you're not married by this time, let's just get married. Don't judge me. Y'all know y'all had to have had that guy like literally cutting all of those people off. Like really having a clean slate. Like I have such a clean slate right now and I'm scared. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Like I have a clean slate. I am not dating anyone. I am extremely single. I am super single. There is nobody. I have a clean slate and I am frightened. I am so freaking scared. And I think that's why I was like emotional this morning. Cause I'm like, wow, I'm 34. I have this clean slate and I can either, I can either look at it as a blessing or I can look at it as a curse, but I'm going to choose to look at it as a blessing. The curse part would be looking at it like, oh my God, you have no prospects. You're going to die alone and you're, you're almost leftovers. But the blessing party is like, I have this clean slate so that when uh, the good, right person comes into my life, I'm ready. I'm open. I'm willing. <laughs> like, you know, and that's beautiful to me. But there's still grief that goes along with that. So I just want everyone to look at the positive side. Like, I've been building my faith over the past few years because I went through this depression. I talk about it quite often in um 20. 18, 2019, part of 2020. Um, I went through this, this like depression that really, you know, they say the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy. And it really destroyed my faith. And I had to rebuild my faith. But I know that the best faith is tried and tested. You can't say that you have strong faith unless it's been tested. So God tested my faith and I've been rebuilding it and just understanding that God is for me. And I've been reading Psalms all year. And Psalms is really changing my life just to see how David loved God and how David expected only great things from God. And God even says, you know, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to, plans to prosper you and give you hope in a future. Like God doesn't want, God is for us. And the people who get the most out of God are the people who believe that he wants to do all things for us, right? And so that's what I'm choosing to believe these days. I'm not looking at the things that the world will look at negatively, like not having any prospects, like, oh, girl, you behind. No, I'm looking at it like, okay, God is setting me up to show out. He set me up to send someone who is amazing. Like I'm finally there. I'm finally realizing like my, my value. It took me, so it took me a long time to understand my value as a wife. Like, I hate the, the question, what do you bring to the table? I despise that question. That is the most disgusting, degrading question. But I think it's important to understand what you do, what value you bring 
just so you know, when you approach relationships that when you feel down or somebody comes into your life and they try to make you feel like you're worthless, you can reassure yourself within like this. I don't think this is a question you have to answer for a man or a partner. This is a question you need to answer for yourself. Like I've really been exploring that. Like Ash, what, what is it that you bring? Like, how do you add value? And I started from like my friendships. How do I add value in my friendships? I'm like, I'm supportive. Um, I was listening to a um, Dear Future Wifey with April Mason, the femininity coach, and she really she really opened my eyes because it's a lot of femininity co coaches that just be talking about being cute and all that stuff. But, like, she really broke it down. So I would tell anyone to go listen to that um, episode of Dear Future Wifey with April Mason. But she was just talking about she asked women, like, what value do they bring? And you can't say what you do for a living. You can't say how successful you are. Cause that's no, that's irrelevant. What do you bring? And I had to ask myself that. And it was funny. Cause I, I was asking myself that like in friendships, what do I bring to friendships? I'm supportive. I'm loyal. I'm consistent. I'm funny. Um, I'm a problem solver. I'm a, I'm a shoulder to cry on. I'm a, I'm, I give great advice. Like you can vent to me. I can fill in the gaps and the spaces when you are unsure about where to go, what to do. And I'm like, Dang, you can bring that to a marriage as well. Like you are valuable. And the thing, the crazy thing is I've known my worth as a single woman. It's hard. It, it's always harder when I meet someone because, because I've had so many disappointing appointments in dating, I was approaching relationships from a perspective of, I need to earn him. I need him to see my value. I need to make him see it. Instead of just showing up feeling valuable already. So if he sees it or not, I'm good because I know. And I think a lot of us do that. I think a lot of us try to earn our keep. We try to earn our space. And society doesn't make it any better because society is always telling us what we need to do to be attracted to a man. be To feel attractive to a man. To feel like we can't compete because it's this competition. And it's like, no. If you show up valuable, you're going to move like you're valuable. And when you move like you're valuable, somebody's, everyone's going to see that. Even the people who d can't afford you <laughs> will see that. You know what I mean? So, and not afford you on a like actual money type basis. I mean, somebody who's willing to come into your life and work for you, like put in the effort, put in the consistency, put in the love, put in the emotional intelligence. Like that's, that's what I'm waiting for. That's what I'm looking for. But yeah, I just, I just woke up in this grieving point. And even in my career, y'all, like I have to, I have been breaking promises to myself and I have to stop. And I'm grieving that part because I've been moving out of a survival mindset instead of an abundance mindset. And until I start moving from an abundant mindset, I won't have abundance in my life. And that in itself is heavy. And that makes me want to cry because it's scary. It's scary to take those risks and those leaps because I keep moving from the backdrop of my past. And the backdrop of my past was all these perceived failures and, and just all of this negativity and all of this. I wanted it to go this way, but it didn't. But I can't think like that. God is saying, I'm doing a new thing. I'm doing a new thing. Do not dwell on the past. I'm doing a new thing and it's scary and I'm scared, y'all. I'm like, the fear is crazy. But when God says, um, I think in Joshua, he said, have I not commanded you? He said, have I not commanded you 
I forgot the other line, but he said, be, be not afraid or something like that. Be encouraged. But he said, be courageous. Cor courage does not mean not being afraid. Courage means being afraid, but doing it anyway. So I'm going to be afraid. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm in my love life. I'm no longer going to fill spaces with people who can't even fill that space. I'm not doing that no more. I'm not putting anybody there who I don't see being my husband. And that's a hard thing to do, especially when you've been single for as long as I have six years, child. <laughs> Celibate, like all of this. Uh, but I'm drawing a line in the sand and saying, no, set this boundary because this is for God's protection. This isn't, and I realize why. Like God is protecting me from continuing to be triggered by these idiots and also these people taking up space that they don't need to take up space like get out of my way get out of my way if you're not all in I can't because because that's how I am like I'm very all-in person like I don't do gray either we black or white baby I can't do it and then in my career it's kind of like take the risk that are going to be scary today but they're going to yield the abundance that you need tomorrow and that's where I'm at and that is scary because in my mind, I keep saying, you did that before and it didn't pan out. But like, no, this is different. This is a new season. This is new soil. This is new. This is new. This is new. That's all I have to think on replay. This is new. This is new. And I know this is going to bless somebody because I, I feel like we don't talk like this. We don't, we don't say our fears. Like as a person that, you know, people look up to me and it's strange that people look up to me because I'd be like, why? <laughs> but Many times the people we look up to, they're not this vulnerable. They're not saying that I'm afraid. They're not saying that I don't know. They don't, they're not saying this thing. They're not saying that, listen, I'm single at 34. Um, I know I'm a singles coach in a sense. Um, and I know that I'm trying to get y'all to thrive. And hopefully I know that'll lead to, to marriage. I can't tell you how to get a man child. I ain't got one. But <laughs> I can tell you how to be whole and and to avoid certain pitfalls and, and to, you know, not go into life feeling ashamed about your your single status for what why why would you make the most out of it be abundant in it multiply in your single you can multiply in your single paul did it in the bible like a lot of people did they multiplied in their single like you can so when somebody comes along you already know your value and your value ain't attached to what you have physically it's not it's attached to what you offer internally like what, what are you, what, what do you produce? And I know I produce support. I produce encouragement. I produce problem solving. I produce humor. I produce a safe space. Like I know that. And I know now walking into this world, I'm not earning nobody. No, they got to earn me. <laughs> no, I know what I'm, I know what I'm walking in. I'm stepping in. Like I'm valuable as a single person and as a person in a relationship and I am going to be a valuable wife. So yeah, hopefully this encourages y'all because woo, I'm afraid, but it's leaping season. It's leaping season. All right, y'all till next time. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.